hello, beautiful people. Good. Well, I want to say good morning because uh, it's morning for me. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. This is Bobby the Awesome, and it is February 19th in my world. And yes, I am less cranky than yesterday. It's a new day, and I am going to be full of sunshine, I decided, even though it's snowing out. That's besides the point. Okay, I really, really love today's inspirational calendar note, and I'm going to share a little story with you on why I like it and something that happened this week and what the power of not gambling does. So here we go. Carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you, said Princess Diana. The reason I love the timing of this is we have a gentleman at the center who, when I first got there, he would, he would, well, just to give you some context, he's, um, he's a retired vet and he lives alone and his, his devil was scratch off tickets. And the first, I don't know, six months or year that I was in the program, he would get a week, a month couple months, you know, a little bit of time. And then he would go and he would buy scratch offs. And money was money was just crazy for him. He he was on fixed income. And the stress of money was actually a trigger for him to gamble. It was kind of crazy. And once he went through this, uh, I think it was like a social security case or something. Anyway, he got a payee, which shame on me. I should talk to you guys more about that. Even if you're a single person, there's people that are willing to manage your your money and your bills for you and make it so that you don't have access to money. So you're taken care of, but you get just enough to get what you need. And we used to joke all the time because one of the things he would get is is gift cards to go shopping with. And he used to pick on me because he thought that the grocery store I worked for was more expensive than the other one. So he'd be like, oh, now I'm getting a different gift card. That's besides the point. At any rate, once once the case was settled and he had the money, he was able to shift. And I think he just celebrated two years in December which was a huge, huge feat for him. And when one of our peers was in prison, he would send money to her, and he's been very generous, even though he's still, it's not like he's rolling in it or anything, but because he's not gambling, he has more money. And what he's chosen to do, and this is what was beautiful, is he tries to give back when he can. And... Not because anybody tells him to, but because he wants to. And not only does he give back by being accessible to anybody in the group 24 hours a day, he literally will pick up the phone no matter what the hour is. He told us a story the other day. He was at, um, I think, an IHOP, he said. And a group, a family of seven people or a group of seven people went in. And before he left, he left $50 to put towards their bill. The moral of the story that ties into the reading, you know, is about a random act of kindness, which he continues to exhibit. 
he he wasn't in this position before when he was gambling. And you might go, oh, I don't want to quit gambling just to give away my money to other people. But if you've ever done a random act of kindness, and I'm guessing that you have, because just because we're gamblers doesn't make us bad people. We're good people. And a lot of us probably do this, even when we're, we're gambling. I know for me, I used to, it was funny. Well, not funny, haha, but funny, crazy. When I was gambling, I would go and I would lose a shit ton of money, but also still give away my money, like treat for dinner or, or, or do the things. And it's really hard. It's really hard to be both people, the gambler and the giver. So just a little motivation in case you're struggling. The feelings that come with random acts of kindness, paying it forward. It's a feeling that can't, it's a different kind of high. And I'll tell you, it's a much more enjoyable high than gambling ever was. And one of the best examples of my life of people who do this, who doesn't have a shit ton of money to do it with, but always manages to do for other people is my mother. She is like the epitome of this. She donates. She raises awareness around breast cancer and stuff. She works in the the mammogram field. I guess that isn't really what you call it, but you get what I'm saying. She works in in a x-ray office. I'm not explaining this well. And mama, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But um, anyway, she helps in that way. She cooks for people. She makes sure people doesn't go without. She's not... She doesn't need to have the latest and greatest. She doesn't live above her means. She's just a giver. And like I said, it's a it's a high that can't compare to any gambling high. So I like that reading today. All right, what do we got from the book? Naomi Williams says, It is impossible to feel grateful and depressed in the same moment. Oh boy, was I practicing this yesterday. All right, let me read the reading. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There never seem to be enough thank yous to express the gratitude we feel in our hearts. The miracle of recovery is a source of continuing appreciation and thankfulness. How lucky we are to have chosen to receive the gift of sobriety and abstinence. We may feel especially grateful to be witnessing the miracles of change in our lot in the lives of others who work the 12 steps of recovery. What a privilege to watch another move from despair to hope and serenity. Again and again, we see others get better, sober up, and still help others get sober. Or quit gambling in our case. We are all part of a healing chain that stretches around the world from hand to hand and heart to heart. Gratitude is the glue. It wells up inside of us and shines out to others as a candle of hope and possibility. Today, let me accept and express gratitude as a basic fuel of my recovery. I'm very blessed to know what, how this started, that gratitude and depression, you can't feel both at the same time. I, I'm pretty sure the first time that this really sank in, I'm sure it wasn't the first time I heard it, but the, the first time it really sank in, I think, was on the Asia trip when Paul Churchill mentioned it. I feel like that's where I heard it first. And once, once I knew this on days like yesterday when I was just stressed and in a funk 
and just not right, I knew that I had to get to a place of gratitude to get out of it or to not be stuck in it as much, I guess. And I think after talking to you guys, I went and I sat and meditated or before or whatever. And I was, I was just not having a super day. But I would practice gratitude. I actually remember walking down my hallway going, okay, I'm grateful universe. Like, thank you. I know today has a reason. I'm not embracing why I feel this way and the reason maybe at the moment, but I'm grateful for whatever this is about to teach me. And throughout the course of the day, of course, me and people, right? So (laughs) I probably communicate. It has to be with close to 50 people every day. And that's probably on the low end. And I'm grateful, like full-blown grateful that I have so many connections and they're not something I take lightly. And yesterday I kind of did. I expressed to at least a half a dozen people like, I am just off today. I'm not right. I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. I'm frustrated. And man, did my friends just really pull through. They were, you know, they were amazing. And And had, I think the beautiful thing around my new relationships, like, and by new, I don't mean necessarily new in time, although that's included, but the kind of relationships I keep nowadays are full of people that have figured out some of this stuff. Instead of trying to minimize my feelings or fix, although the boys are still fixers. They try. They're so cute. They want to just put a Band-Aid on everything. Or, or I don't know. They're just cute. They try. But anyway, overall, they just allow me to feel what I need to feel. And, and they could be optimistic. One of my girlfriends is like, yep, I, I get it. And that was really all she, she was saying is, yeah, I've been there. I understand where you're at. She didn't try to give me solutions, per se. She did share a nice quote with me. And, of course, I can't remember exactly how it goes. Um, She even had to look it up to remind me. But, essentially, excellence... Oh, excellence... Almost like excellence and obligation can't live in the same place at the same time. And that's what I was feeling. I was feeling obligated. Obligated to do my homework. Obligated to other people. On and on and on. And it's been preventing me to be as excellent as I would like to be. So that was just a tool. And I'm grateful for her for sharing that. And I know I'm going in all different directions. But we've talked a lot about gratitude. And you know how strongly I feel about it. I totally do. If you can, and again, just like everything else we talk about in recovery, it takes practice and it takes self-awareness. Like those are just so the fundamentals of all of this. So the self-awareness and the education and us talking about this and the reminders is a piece of it. But looking in to figure out if we're acting or feeling that way when we're feeling that way. Are we practicing gratitude? Have you, have you driven down the road and just had a conversation out loud with yourself like, I'm grateful and start listing off the things that you're grateful for? If you haven't, I totally suggest you do this because 
the last year or two, I find myself doing this just out loud and it just feels so good. And then, of course, I crank up, I hope you're happy. And I can just go from blah to bouncing bouncing around the car and dancing and singing. And it's really, it's great because it is, it's a cure for depression. I mean, maybe that's a little, a little extreme, but if it's true, if we can't feel depression and gratitude at the same time, why wouldn't we try to practice gratitude as the cure? It's free. It's totally free, guys. I like free. I don't know about you, but I like free. So think about that. And and yeah, I'll give you a little homework today. Be, be grateful. Be grateful. Be mindful. Be mindful that you can be grateful. Be mindful when you're having a shitty day because we all have them. I'm here to tell you, we all have them. And I think that the more I practice even, even though I practice, I think, quite a bit, I think the more I practice, the better I'll get at it. So maybe the next time one of those days happens, and I don't like saying that. That sounds very victim-y. But if, if I'm having a day like that, I will continue to work on the effort of gratitude and shifting my mindset. I'm not discounting the fact that there are just some days that we want to have our pissy pants on, and that's where I was yesterday. I, I hope there's light at the end of the tunnel, and if there isn't, I still know that. It all has a purpose and a meaning and is, is happening for a reason because that's my belief system. So practice some gratitude. Maybe even practice a random act of kindness. I'm kind of excited about that. And like now I want to go face the world today and, and go do something fun and kind. So I may have to do that later. I, I, don't, I don't get to do it as much as I would like. But one of my favorite things to do is to leave extra money at the gas station and be like, hey, buy somebody a couple, cup, ugh, couple cups of coffee. And um, it's, it's not much and it's, it's, it's not a drive-thru. I know it sounds silly from a gas station, but we have a really badass gas station here that has amazing coffee. And lately I've been counting on coffee a little more than I care to admit. But it's only a buck. How can we not have a buck to share if it means it's going to give someone a smile and give us that high that I was talking about earlier? So food for thought for the day. It's Friday. Oh, sugar. I owe you an apology. I don't have an interview today. (laughs) My team asked me, they're like, hey, what's releasing tomorrow? You got a show? And I'm like, nope, I just suck, (laughs) which is not the advice I would give you to tell you. I should not say I suck. I should not say anything derogatory about myself because... It's not true. And again, self-aware and practice. I need to work on that. So please forgive me for not having an interview today. I am I'm having a hard time with my schedule and connecting. And um, I do want to send out some love. There was someone I'm supposed to interview, I think, next week. We've actually had to postpone it a couple times. Um, but I want to send her a little love She's going through, oh my God, she's just going after family stuff after family stuff and and my heart is hurting for her. She messaged me this week and she she's a listener of the show, which is how we got connected. She actually sent me a note and, and she will be here. I know she'll be here someday for us when the timing is right, but she just lost her biological father who she was also estranged with, who she didn't find out until 
days after it happened. And as you know, from, from my last year, uh, I can relate or I can relate and empathize for that situation. Cause even if we're estranged, uh, and you throw in the recovery stuff, there's just a lot of fucking emotions that come with all that <laughs> really lot of emotions. So send in love to my new friend out there. You know who you are. And, um, I'll be thinking of you and sending love. And I'm sure that all the listeners will send some prayers your way. And I hope that, uh, I hope that this makes you stronger. I know it will. And I, um, yeah, I'm sending love for everyone, but she's especially on my heart today. All right, beautiful people. Happy Friday and um, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.